You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. The happy optimist. If you see someone walking along the street and there's just a natural smile on their face. They're almost always a seven. Mm. Their eyes shine. They, they immediately see what's good about things. We ones would see what's bad. Right. <laughs> they will immediately see the bright side of everything, but it's to the point of denying the dark side. I'm Dr. Oz, and this is the Dr. Oz Podcast. Father Richard Rohr is very well known uh, within Franciscan circles, but within the Catholic uh, Church as well, as someone who's uh, able to criticize from within, uh, someone who uh, has developed a huge following um, by telling us uh, his insights, uh, sharing with us his thoughts on uh, a spiritual path that for many of us uh, might be the enlightenment that we seek. And uh, Father, thank you very much for joining us. Good to be with you. And uh, he's, uh, he's agreed to talk a little bit about some of the books that he's written. And I've been exposed to many of these through uh, the, the, a guiding light in my life, my mother-in-law <laughs> and father-in-law, who have uh, been to many of the seminars. They came back and kept bragging about you and talking about how great you were. And so let, let me start off with, a, with a, a theme that I don't think any of you out there listening probably have heard that much about. But the few who know about this, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm hoping you'll enjoy this discussion. But uh, Richard Rohr is actually a, a, a very well-known for his work on enneagrams. Now, uh, first of all, can you spell that for me? E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. And when I first learned about these, when you know, Lisa started sharing them with me, she was reading a book, and it was your book, and she, it had uh, these numbers in it, one through nine. And uh, I have, every once in a while, mentioned uh, the enneagram to friends, and it is interesting to me how folks from very disparate parts of the world, people yes. who I would never th- would have expected to know anything about the Enneagram, actually know a fair amount about it. It's almost addictive. How, yeah. are, how are you exposed to it? You know, it was a strange provenance. Uh, early in the 70s, I was just a young priest, and uh, my spiritual director taught it to me. And at that time, it was considered secret knowledge only to be taught by spiritual director to spiritual director. And it was a way to read the soul, if you can put it that way. Since that time, it's become now written and talked about, and the secret is out, as it were. Mm -hmm. We were afraid originally it would become a cheap parlor game and become trivialized, but it really is an amazing tool 
by which you can understand how human personality works. Uh, Father Roar was a Franciscan in the New Mexico pro uh, province. Uh, he founded the New Jerusalem community in Cincinnati in 1971. So sometime between those two points, uh, you, you began to become more and more active uh, in, in, in teaching folks about some of the things that you were learning about. Enneagram, uh, I gather, was, was one of these first areas. Sort of walk me through this process, but both to learn about the Enneagram, but also learn about you, about how you took a topic that was thought to be uh, not for the masses mm -hmm. and made it accessible to so many folks. And I guess you've used it as well in marital counseling and in yes. a lot of different oh. uh, endeavors uh, to try to bring some of these teachings into practical use. Well, the first 10 years, I, I didn't teach it publicly. I tried to be a good boy, and that's a one <laughs> on the Enneagram to try to do it right. And uh, then in the mid-'80s, a woman named Helen Palmer from Berkeley, she wrote it. And I said, well, the secret's out. And so uh, at that point, I started talking about it publicly. And my version came out more on CD. The book only came out later. But uh, you're right. Uh, I think my desire and the desire of others was if this is wisdom, then wisdom is meant for the masses. It's not meant to be esoteric or elite. And how can we get this out to really help marriages, to help people have this great jolt of self-understanding? It's, it's an amazing opening of, uh, of the self because the Enneagram helps you see why you do the things you do, and you, you get it configured correctly. And once you get the right configuration, it's, it's an epiphany of insight. To define for everybody out there listening what an, an Enneagram is. Yeah. Because it, it is a funny I, word, and of course it sounds like angiogram. Yes. Uh, but it's <laughs> I from, can define that. <laughs> <laughs> it's from two Greek words, which ennia means the nine forms or the nine types. But the best we can research it at this point, it, it goes back to one of the early fathers of the church, a man called Evagrius Ponticus, a fourth century deacon in Syria, who was trying already then to name what eventually were called in Christianity the capital sins. And at that time, they had seven capital sins. Uh, eventually, it was expanded to nine, that there were nine different entrapments, nine different illusions, nine different uh, defense mechanisms would probably be a modern term. Well, what were the two he missed? He missed deceit and fear. And the interesting <laughs> thing is, those were never in the classic listing. Deceit and fear were never called capital sins. And as we have come to know human nature better, they're probably the two biggest ones, the most yes. universal ones, proving the very point, as Thomas Aquinas would have said, you can't see your own sin. Mm -hmm. What you're really doing, you take uh, as such normal behavior that you don't perceive it as an aberration. Yeah. So you get the nine sins, yes. and you sort of tie them together into... Well, go ahead. You, you can explain it better than I can. <laughs> well, uh, each one of them is a very different set of blinders. That's probably the best way to say it. And because it's the set of blinders from which you look out at reality, it's very hard for you to see that they're blinders. Huh? Uh, what happens in, uh, if you have a good spiritual director is they can sort of take those blinders off or expose them to you. And that's what I mean by the epiphany. It's, it's actually rather humiliating to recognize, gosh, I do that, don't I? You know, I see everything through one compulsive set of glasses. Uh, once that's taken from you and you can sort of see, well, there's another way, the second way or the third way or the fourth way. It's the whole thing of standing in someone else's moccasins right. and saying, you know, that's a valid way to look at reality too, but it doesn't come naturally to me. It's always a decision. It's always a surrender to get out of your own uh, perspective, your own slot, and to look at life from another one. Now, last night when we were discussing... Uh, uh, me. <laughs> it's always about me. The, uh, Lisa quickly said, oh, he's a three. So everyone around the table said, yeah, I three, three, three. And I had no idea what a three was. And you kindly said, well, you know, we characterize people, and you'll, well, you'll describe a three in a second, but 70% of the mm. characteristics that make a three or any of the nine numbers are good things. Are gift. But it's your tragic flaw as well. Together with what makes you, your gift is what will ultimately lead to your demise if you allow it to. 
Well said. You remembered. Yeah. Uh, that's just my way of putting it. It's a somewhat artificial number. But I'd say 70% or something like that. The vast majority of the energy is good. It's your, it's your gift. It's your insight. It's the way you're going to change the world and influence reality. But we overdo our gift. As the early uh, teacher said, we're, we're destroyed by our gift. Too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and you, we see this in Greek drama. We see it in Shakespearean drama called, as you said, the tragic flaw. But your tragic flaw, the anagram would say, is initially your gift. And you overdo your gift. You overplay what your strength. Why wouldn't you? I do. We all do. But a good spiritual teacher helps you see that, that your your seeing can become your blindness because you so move with it. And by the time, usually your middle age, I always say it starts rotting on you. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's excessive. It's too much. You've got to, to use our language, you've got to balance yourself out. You've got to get out of yourself and look at life from a different perspective. So I'm a three. What mm-hmm. does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> the threes are the dynamos. They, they are efficiency experts. I always say they, they grease the wheels of life. <laughs> they can do in one day uh, more than the rest of us can do in three days. It's, and it just comes naturally to them. Uh, they define themselves by uh, performance, success, and they're usually naturally successful people. It's amazing. And the weakness of being a three? What's the, what's the tragic flaw for us? They're, they, he, they're he's so... hesitating because the word he used last night, I'll tell you right now, was deceit. <laughs> and then he quickly said, oh, well, I don't mean like deceit like you're lying or anything. Well, that, that, maybe that would work too, right? Okay. So deceit sort of sounds like lying. Well, thank you for being so upfront. Yeah. The, the so-called uh, sin, if you want to use that word, of the three is... Uh, the, uh, deceit. It's not that they'd go out and tell blatant lies, but they're going to always put their best face forward. They're, they're going to embroider the truth. They're going to make it look as good as it can look. <laughs> and, uh, of course, this is what allows them to, to make things happen because they further the project. Whatever it is, they know how to multiply it. Uh, but that doesn't mean you can defend it, sweetheart. Now that you can see it, you can <laughs> transcend it. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. the, the, I have a tragic flaw. I can't do that. <laughs> right. but, but you can see, like in the case of the three, how, uh, I mean, they are workaholics. They're, they're doers, doers, doers. And that, that allows them to get so much done. But then usually in the middle of life, they'll say, but I then... In doing this so well, I, in fact, avoided that. You know, stopping and smelling the roses, as they say, or whatever it might be, uh, that some aspects of life got overlooked or avoided in the doing the one thing that I was really good at. You're a one. Yes, I'm a one. What's a one mean? We ones are perfectionists. We're idealists. Uh, we always want to do the right thing, the best thing, the good thing. So you can see how that edges us toward judgmentalism of other people who don't do the good thing. Of course, it's always as we define the good thing. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're reformers by nature. We're idealists by nature. We're also workaholics. But ours would come out of idealism and righteousness. Mm-hmm. Whereas yours would come out of almost just the joy of productivity itself, you see? Yeah. It, you're, yep. Threes aren't really righteous people. Uh, and threes tend to be... <laughs> why are you smiling, Lisa? This is me. I mean, I'm, I'm the prototypical three. It's just fascinating. Now, but we can be. We can be very obnoxious because we're so sure that we're right. And it's my gift. It gives me a kind of focus, conviction, direction, authority, and it's helped me as a teacher, having that, that assurance. Uh, but I can go over the edge very often and become uh, arrogant, righteous, too too sure of myself. Yeah. 
Now, do, do, do ones also tend to be critical of their spouses frequently? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to complete the diagnosis with Lisa here. Lisa's telling me she doesn't know what number she is. She's absolutely a one. I mean, the more I learn about the ones, the more that. We are, we are critical by nature. We, if, if, uh, there's no question she's a, a one. Finger. <laughs> she's a one. I mean, it's, what, 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 Lisa, what is the struggle around, around figuring out what number you are? You're obviously a one. I, I think I could be a one. I'm not. What other number are you? That's it. They're, 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 they basically, he took your biography and just described it to me. <laughs> we have a lot more to talk about, but first, let's take a quick break. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring. Father Richard Rohr diagnosed me as a three, which is pretty simple. That was a chip shot. <laughs> Himself was a one. Uh, and uh, I think Lisa pretty clearly is a one, so I'll, I'm going to pursue that diagnosis on her. But the best way to do it is to look at the other numbers. So we know a one is an idealist, that's but right. tends to be resentful. That's, just, that's the weakness. That's right. Uh, a three is a productive, very efficient person, but tends to embellish the truth. So actually is... Uh, rich with self-deceit. Uh, we, we believe our lies, so I guess that makes it that much more dangerous. Uh, but That's we, well put. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what's, a, what now, what's a two? The two is the need to be needed. They, they are always, and they're brilliant at it, uh, creating connections, relationships. They're the natural helpers, servants, do-gooders. Uh, but have you ever been helped by somebody... And sort of after it's happening, or after it has happened, or while it's happening, uh, you sense I'm helping them more than they're helping me. They, <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you have that feeling, they're almost certainly a two. Yeah. Yeah. They uh, they don't realize <laughs> that there's a hook to their helpfulness. Yeah. To their servanthood. It's they need you to need them. And so they, they can ingratiate themselves into your life. And, and I'm, I'm putting it negatively, but that's the part of the genius of the Enneagram. It, it sort of 
puts your game right in your face in a humiliating way. I've seen twos, for example, when they discover that they are a two, actually just weep because mm-hmm. they, they recognize, my God, that's what I do, and I don't want to do that, yeah. you know? Well, you mentioned mm-hmm. earlier that you use this a lot in uh, relationship counseling, yes, which yes. makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's very For example, now that I, I know I'm a three, the least I can look at me and and point out aspects that's right. that's that, right. that are obviously a three, and I can't get out of it because a three is a three is a three. Yeah. Can you ever be a hybrid? Can I be like a three and a one together? <laughs> uh, you're one big number. That's the whole power of it, to recognize it. You're compulsively one number. But it is true that that each number tends to take on some of the other characteristics. In fact, if we have real self-knowledge, you'll see you're a little bit of all nine. Mm-hmm. It's the nine ways that human beings play the game of life. You Can know? you transcend your number? Yes. Now, I use the word redeem, the redeemed personality, in my early book, uh, and, you know, it has a lot of religious connotations, so for some people, it probably isn't the best word, but you can. In other words, all the nine types, the nine personality types, are equally good, equally bad. But you can live them out on a scale of a rather healthy three or a rather deceitful three who really is into deceit, you see. Mm-hmm. The irony is, no, I haven't emphasized the gift, I'm sorry, but a healthy three, for example actually just has an amazing love of integrity. They, they've seen through their game, yep. you understand, and say, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm sick of doing that, you know? Yep. And they'll actually have a passion for integrity more than most people. We ones, if, if we're both ones, uh, we can be resentful uh, and judgmental, but we see through that finally. And on my better days, I would like to say I'm actually more serene and less judgmental than a lot of people. It's a, But I've had to work at that mm-hmm. for many years. So when you see it, you almost overcome it more than most people do. Do you understand? Like the sixth type, the fear-based person. When they recognize how fear has controlled their whole life, uh, it becomes such a humiliating recognition that they can become the most courageous of all people. Mm. So your your gift is your sin, if I can use that word, or your flaw, overcome. Got it. Overcome. So yeah. how, how do you think they arise in us? I mean, did, did God I say, okay, they were going to make, you know, divide you into nines? Is, uh, it's ironic that it's nine, by the way. It's one Isn't of those spiritual it? numbers. Isn't it? Um, is, is, do you think it's hardwired in genetic code? Is it because there are only nine ways you could possibly behave? Mm-hmm. You know, that's still a mystery to me. It really is. And... And what I said in my uh, last book on it was just, and probably this is a a way to avoid making a decision, but I really say it's one-third nature, one-third nurture, and one-third free choice. I'm a lover of of freedom if human beings are going to be human beings. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I can remember, for example, as a little boy somewhere, uh, thinking, I want to be a good boy. Yes. I want to do it right. Maybe I'm just three or four. But now I think there was already uh, an inclination that we would call uh, nature, mm-hmm. a predisposition in that direction. Probably my Catholic training and my parenting told me it's wonderful to be a good boy and to follow the rules and do it right, whatever the rules might be. Uh, so there was the, the nurturing in that direction. But I can feel, at least in myself, that there was a, some level of choicefulness, too. So that's my analysis. I don't know if it's true. Number, the number four you said mm. was dark. Well, they get their energy from, the, from darkness, from depression, from sadness, from, from uh, tragedy, so many novelists and playwrights are the four type, you know, and that's why, it's you know, tortured artists. <laughs> a dark film, you know, film noir, uh, 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 the French culture is even a, a four culture. We analyze cultures this way. It helps you recognize. <laughs> is the American culture a three culture? Absolutely. Uh, hey, yeah. you figured it out. <laughs> I love See, this. yeah, you fit in America. You, your <laughs> gift goodness. will be rewarded, promoted, recognized, and loved. Because we are a three culture, you know. And, again, our deceit 
is somewhat obvious to the rest of the world. But when you're inside of America, you can't see how much we embellish our own truth and deny our own dark side. But the four on the opposite would would sort of revel in in revealing the dark side, you see. Right. Yeah. And what's the five? The fives are the compulsive perceivers. As a way of life, they gather ideas, information, books, theories, theologies, philosophies. They, they love to, uh, to know. It's a compulsive need to know. Mm. At the worst, you know, they're the old curmudgeon or the nerd <laughs> who right. is just uh, totally uh, preoccupied with their world of ideas. And, and that's, their, that's their energy. That's how they get their energy. The good side of it is they are marvelously objective observers and, and they're great advisors behind the throne who can point out to you from this, you know, uh, detached observation. Some, some, a kind of clarity. Yes. They're very good advisors very often. Seven. Yeah. The seven would be... You skipped six. <laughs> we did six. Oh, uh, the fear. No, you said they're fear-based. Yeah, but most, most, let's, let's finish. We probably should say a little bit about yeah. six because we think, most teachers of the Enneagram think that six is by far the biggest number. Is that Maybe right? as much as 50% of the population. You're kidding Isn't me. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. So then let's talk about and six And you more. can <laughs> see why, why, you know, teachers like Jesus would say, do not be afraid. Because I'm convinced it's true. I've been a priest 37 years and in working with people and, and seeing how the church works. It seems to me uh, you can pretty much rely <laughs> on people being fear-based. <laughs> we, just, we just gravitate toward fear. Um, it's amazing that one number would so trump all the rest. So describe it a bit more. Cause, you know, I, I must say, I've, I've never had much fear in my life. And I always thought well, it was... It's not the three energy. That's yeah, right. Well, but yeah. I always thought it was because I just ignored it and that I was fooling myself. I never actually thought that I wasn't fearful. Mm-hmm. I just made myself believe that if I just sort of ignored the fears, they wouldn't be as much of a problem for me. In, in fact, failure for me has always been... Uh, d- discarded to the side. I never thought yeah. about it. I remember it's a three. Yeah, I remember <laughs> early in my career. I, I there was a you know when you write manuscripts for medical journals, you send them in and they reject the paper sometimes. So uh, there was a paper that I had written that was controversial. So they wanted to see all the backup information on it. So I had all the data. I sent it in, and they said, "Where are all the rejection letters?" Because I got it published ultimately, but it wasn't initially. It was rejected, and I said, "Well, I threw them away," and they said, "What do you mean you threw them away?" So well, why wow. would I save a rejection yeah. letter? Yeah, <laughs> it's bad karma. Classic I, I, they, three. I never behavior. filed it. I, no. just, as soon as I get a rejection of any kind, I throw it away. <laughs> so. That's yeah. The avoidance of the three is is failure. They almost refuse to see it. Huh? And that it, let's so say cool. you really did have a major failure. There, you the fear energy would start coming to the surface. If there was a, a failure, you could not deny. It'd be torture for you. Right. But you would feel fears like. Am I an adequate person? Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. So let's go back to six then. If if, if, if the number six, the fear-based Enneagram number. The fear uh, person, there's basically two types uh, of the fear. It's so big you have to have two. There's the one who denies their fears and overcompensates for them with bravado and gusto. This would be Adolf Hitler. He's basically a fear-based person. You can see it in his eyes. But they, they so deny it and overcompensate for it, they pretend to be self-assured. I was just teaching in Germany recently, and the German culture as a whole is six culture. They even agree with me on that. Hmm. This Anagram book probably sells bigger in Germany than anywhere else because they're really coming to recognize that that bravado, if you will, that the German is sometimes identified with is in fact a cover-up for fear. Now, the more common uh, six, however, is the self-doubting, mousy person that you'd uh, perhaps more identify, always questioning themselves, never sure they're right, needing to ask endless questions to, to clarify, what if I'm wrong, what if I'm wrong? You can see it in their eyes, you can hear it in their voice, filled with self-doubt. 
And these are the people you, you sort of want to hold up, you want to support, because you realize, my gosh, this guy doesn't trust himself. This is a lot of people. What's their strength? But what I love, by the way, about the Enneagram is, That's right. the, the, as you said, you know, strength is the majority it's of both. it. So yeah, what, it's what makes both. them strong? Uh, when they can recognize their fear, all, all nine types depends upon this epiphany of recognition, how I'm trapped inside of my blinders. Once you get that and the, the positive gift can emerge, uh, then it's, it's, it's quite wonderful. And in this case, it would be a kind of loyalty and courage. Those would be the, the two main words I'd identify with a healthy six. Courage. They'll be very loyal to what they believe in, to their marriage, to their friendships, and ironically, in the great moments, not the ordinary just walking down the street moments, but if there's a crisis, ironically, a healthy fear-based person will rise to the occasion better than the rest of us. In other words, they've dealt with this demon of fear for so many years that when push comes to shove, they actually can rise above it better than we can. Now they'll fall apart afterwards. Right. Uh, but, but in the moment, uh, they're, they're quite amazing how they, they will gather their energies and move through it. But that's only a healthy six. You know, it seems almost um, as though these were made for cinema. That, to, that so often in our films, I bet, and Lisa, you study film, oh, and yeah. write films, uh, you, you must see these characters frequently portrayed. I mean, the, the idea of someone who comes from an ungreat circumstance yes. and is able to rise to greatness during a crisis seems almost six-ish. Because they're sort of ordinary and maybe living in fear and, yes. or maybe not facing their fears. Then something happens, and you're right, they're practiced. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do a fears every single day. Once you learn the anagram, it's hard not to do that, to see a, a piece of theater or film and recognize the, the archetypal energy that's going on there. And people have, uh, once they learn the anagram, tried to create theater pieces with all nine characters. Mm. And it's clever. It works. <laughs> it can work, I should say. Father, if people want to get some of your tapes, how do they do it? Um... Well, the Center for Action and Contemplation is in Albuquerque. We have a website. Uh, they could find it, I'm sure. What's the, what's the site? Remember? CACRadicalGrace.org. Radical, Radical Grace. Grace. Yeah, yeah. I love it. All right. <laughs> There's last part where that came from, but first, a quick break. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, The CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. 
Choose from thousands of in-stock styles, ready for next day installation, and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. We're talking about Father Richard Rohr, and he's written a bunch of wonderful books, including Simplicity, The Wild Man's Journey, Quest for the Grail, I mean, on and on, great books. But one uh, work of his that uh, he's really well known for um, is his, speak- his uh, writings and speakings on the Enneagram. And we've covered the first six. I'm a three, the superachiever who's uh, prone to deceit, self-deceit. Uh, he's a, a one, the idealist uh, that uh, t- sometimes can be resentful. Uh, and we, n- the number six we just finished discussing, perhaps uh, the most common in the world or in this country, uh, th- that of being fear-based. But someone who, who can see their fear and when they get through it uh, is uh, able to be present with remarkable courage. What's number seven? Seven is one of the best disguises of all the nine types. Because just to see them externally, you're going to see the happy optimist. If you see someone walking along the street and there's just a natural smile on their face, they're almost always a seven. Hmm. Their eyes shine. They, they immediately see what's good about things. We ones would see what's bad. Right. <laughs> they will immediately see the bright side of everything, but it's to the point of denying the dark side. Mm. They're, they're the eternal optimists, and you could say even the naive optimists. That, and that's what destroys them, the refusal to deal with pain, with difficulty. Their whole life could be described as an avoiding of pain. Psychological pain, relational pain, uh, physical pain. They don't like darkness, negativity, or pain. So when they, when they reform, when they get through their, their mm-hmm. potential tragic flaw, what do they look like on the other side? They have a psychotic break. <laughs> <laughs> well, to, to be honest, they, they, their joy just has depth to it and groundedness to it. When they can find their happiness inside of difficulty instead of by avoiding difficulty. Got it. Oh, you then, say it so beautifully. That's perfect. <laughs> then you've got a healthy seven that I, I still... You know, have a hard life, but I'm okay, you know. And, and in that sense, they really are uppers for the rest of us. They, they can pull the energy of a whole room upward. Uh, just the naturalness of their smile. Uh, joy is their gift. Do they tend to be leaders? They wouldn't tend to be leaders. They would tend to be energizers. Now, that could be a type of leadership. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because of their refusal to deal with difficulty... I mean, you know, if you're a leader, yeah. you have to deal with difficulty. Right. And they, they really fall at that. They, they, uh, they can ignore a difficulty in their company for six months, and then it's too late. Right. Do you understand? So I wouldn't say, like, I can't think of a recent U.S. president who would be a seven. What do you think President Bush is now? A six. Six. He's oh, very yeah. clearly a He's six. He's fear-based. You yeah. can see it in his eyes. Yeah. Uh, and again, he overcompensated uh, right. for it. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, I'm not trying to be unfair, but yeah, they try to deny their fear and rush in uh, with aggressiveness and assertiveness. But uh, you can see it's not really a, uh, a grounded uh, authority. It's a overcompensating authority. I'm not trying to be political or, or right, right. you know, well, unfair. Take a, take a Democrat, the President Clinton. Clinton would would be a, a three. <laughs> be three. Yeah, although with a very strong two wing uh, that need to be needed, that need to be liked, that need to be a right. you know a nice buddy and friend to people, which is why so many people liked Clinton. But his deceit is what got him in trouble. Do you see? Right, yes. I'm glad you brought it up. In that, <laughs> <laughs> he's a classic three in many ways. Yeah? An overachiever, uh, uh, you know, uh, a performer. Uh, but his deceit was his tragic flaw. But a very likable uh, guy. Too. Reagan? I would classify Reagan as also a three. Yeah. 
his attraction. We mostly elect threes in this country. Because, we mostly. Yeah. <laughs> We're a three country. But you can see his attraction to being an actor yeah. as a young man. In a certain sense, this is a playing out of the deceit thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, a formal actor. <laughs> right. Uh, that he's, he's <laughs> making uh, acting a way of life, which, which served him very well. You know, we call him the great communicator. But things like the Iran-Contra affair just, you know, denied, overlooked. And everybody's willing to go along with his deceit on that, which is really amazing. Because they sell themselves so well mm-hmm. that you, you almost buy their lie. <laughs> you know, now, it didn't work for Clinton. It partially did, maybe. Right. You know, but it, it, uh, it worked pretty much for Reagan. People could almost not see his deceit because he was so likable. Right. Yeah. Number eight on the Enneagram. We were following. Now, eights are easy to spot. Eights operate by oppositional energy. Uh, you say yes, they'll say no. Oh, gosh, that's so right. They, they yes. need to fight you. They need to define themselves by being against. You know, they're, they're uh, loud. They're bombastic. They're overstated. I think I have a lot of eights in my family. <laughs> yeah, there are some eights they're out there. They're power people. They walk into the room, and they immediately see who's got the power, and they're out to take it, even in the volume of their voice. Uh, they're, they're amazing people. And their uh, strength, what, 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 what makes them Well, you know, so I think to be a revolutionary, Fidel Castro, Che Guevara would be, would be eights. Uh, to reform a whole country and to take on the whole system. Uh, if you had the courage to take on the whole health care system, or so, you'd almost have to be an eight. Mm-hmm. No one else is going to do it. I sometimes wonder if Hillary Clinton is not an eight. I'm not sure. But it's probably why she elicits so much opposition. Eights uh, are easily re- resentable <laughs> right. because we see all that power and we either are fascinated by it or we fear it and hate it. So eights, uh, you either love them or hate them. If they're on your side and fighting for your team and your values, you got a good fighter. They're going to make it happen. Right. Um, but if they're fighting against your values, uh, you'll, of course, be very threatened by them because they, they can make it happen. The nines, in the last of the nine. I'm, I'm sort of curious. I mean, ideally, you'd be first or last, I guess. But what's, what's, what makes nines so unique? Nines are sort of in a category all their own. Uh, because it's not that they have any one strong, focused direction uh, like the others do. It's almost a lack of focus is their way of life. They spend their whole life trying to find their focus. What do I really want? What do I really believe in? What do I really care about? Uh, so they're, I always say they're jack of all trades and master of none. They're a little bit good at everything, but are not really good at anything. And that sounds unkind, but I, most nines would identify with it. They're, they're masters of trivia. I have a brother and a sister who are both nines. And they're the most <laughs> likable people. It, you, you cannot not like nines because... They're never pushing their agenda. They're easy to be around. They're nice to have a meal with. Do you understand? Yeah. They go with the flow. And, uh, What's and the flaw? The flaw would be that lack of focus. And in terms of the capital sins, it was called sloth or laziness. Sloth, yes. It doesn't mean they're lazy by our classic definition, although some can be. But it just means they're everywhere and therefore they're nowhere. Do you understand? They, they can't bring their whole self to really invest in any one thing. What's their, so they appear they lazy. So what's their strength? Uh, they're harmonizers. They're peacemakers. That very uh, unwillingness to put all their eggs in one basket allows them to see the truth in this basket and that basket. And do you understand? So that they can, even in a family, just having a nine in the room can lower the energy. And you can feel like you want to harmonize and negotiate and compromise when you're around nines. They, they call that energy into the room and into the relationship. They're easygoing people. Their voice will often be peaceful even and calm. And it just when you're around them, you, you find yourself getting a little calmer yourself. That's a great gift. Absolutely. Yeah, to have nines around uh, 
sort of, uh, you know, settle the waters. As you mature in life, do you, do you ever shift numbers? I mean, teenagers often don't know where they're going. They often yeah. seem oh, yeah. slothful. They live like bats. Sure. <laughs> you know, <laughs> actually, kids actually have different circadian rhythms. Almost, they 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 get yeah. up later. Yeah. There are these school programs now in the United States because we have so many kids in our schools that stagger the classes. Yeah. The kids that start at seven thirty can't function that well because wow. the kids don't wake up till nine or ten. Uh-huh. Not designed. And to. it's true. It's not that they're lazy necessarily. Right. Uh, You know, most teachers of the Anagram would insist that you're one number forever, but that you do during periods of stress, crisis, great elation, significantly move toward other energies for a while. That's clear. But you'll still do the seventh thing in a three-way. You'll still do the eighth thing, but in a three-way. Do you see? You'll do the two thing, but in a three-way, if you are a three. You're stuck there forever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, now, now that I'm stuck here forever, how do ones and threes get along? Why are you so sure that I'm a one? <laughs> I, I could be a six. I, 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 asked, I, I, I asked the following totally questions. Do, are they often resentful? Are they harsh on their spouses? Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, I, I got yeses to both those answers. And I, I wish you could see these eyes here. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, actually, you do. Because... One key, I I, I know when I did more marriage counseling in my earlier years, young couples, I'd encourage them to, do you have a similar pace toward life? I'd say, I find this is so important. Somewhat similar energy in terms of the, the way you reach out toward the world. And in that sense, a one and a three are very similar. You're both high energy people. You're you're a power couple in that sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, ones, threes, and eights are the natural leaders. Natural leaders. They lead in very different ways. But one, three marriages, you probably exhaust your kids sometimes. <laughs> they exhaust us, I think. Yeah. Actually, they got a lot of their mother's genes. Fifty oh percent, roughly. Gosh. <laughs> Tears. Oh boy! No, but actually, the, the, it's interesting because now that I know the eight, I start thinking about the kids. You can sort of begin to see. None oh, yeah. of our kids are eights. No, we don't have any eights. No, we, we have some threes. I don't think so. I think Zoe's, I think Zoe's much more of a one. She's so righteous, honey. Yes, that's she's so. Now. It's so important for her to be perfect. She's very moralistic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, what are some other... Uh, actually, keep going. So you're talking about pacing between... Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I, w- I would gather that there were t- probably p- uh, times when you have folks who, on the Enneagram, may not be so compatible. It's really true. And you don't want to be fatalistic or this always works. I mean, anything can work. I'm a, a great believer in grace. So, uh, grace fills in all the gaps of everything. But um, there certainly are some relationships... Let me tell you one that's rather common, the two and the eight. It's amazing how often they marry one another. Because the eight is in some ways, uh, you know, uh, the, the non-lover, they're the power person, you know, mm-hmm. and the two is the ultimate lover. But they can work out a compatibility. If the two likes a power partner to compensate for their over heart space, you know, it, it can work. But not without tension, not without tension, because they're really very different people. Uh, obviously, if their heart is given to one another, uh, I, I know some 2-8 marriages that have worked. Yeah. But usually the, the two has to give up most of their power needs. Right. <laughs> and uh, the, um, the eight has to, uh, in many ways... Let the two do all the loving. So it's a trade-off. It's a trade-off. And, and in a certain sense, unless they do a lot of inner work, uh, both of them can remain very immature. I don't know how else to say it. Uh, that, uh, you know, if one partner does all the loving and the other does all the power, it's, it's not really a compatible partnership. Yeah, it, it, honey. It, yeah. <laughs> they don't evolve. Well, on, that, on that quick note, I'm going to run from the show. Uh, Father, it's been a great pleasure having you on, full of knowledge, uh, such a peaceful way, uh, a, a non-ego-centered way of explaining some very challenging topics. I encourage all of you out there to, to look up Richard Rohr, R-O-H-R. Thank you.
Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease right here right now find your beautiful new floor at right rug flooring choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee visit rightrug.com that's r-i-t-e-r-u-g.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you 24-month financing is available with approved credit for 90 years we've been right here right now Right Rug Flooring.